0: Hearing that at the end of lockdown there are plans afoot now to start letting some fans into Stadia again, at least in the first two tiers. What are your thoughts on, on hearing that? Well it'd be great if they can. You know, it's a start point, and obviously the idea of vaccination and the, the country recovering, of course, if we can get fans in the stadium, I think it's great for all. Even if it is limited numbers, it just brings that feel and that connection back from the, the fans to the to the team and to the club. So hopefully it'll build quickly out on the back of that.
1: On this episode of PL and PJs abysmal arsenal
0: and a daunting december
1: back to the only premier league podcast with a dress code
0: and that dress code is jammies Woo! And brent we
1: are back together
0: again yeah, things are right in the world
1: at long last
0: things are right at pl and pjs
1: in, we're the, together. in the recording studio being responsible six I feet apart.
0: travels at least i would say more. more yeah we've been wearing masks look mm-hmm. we are upstanding citizens yeah we're not endorsing the spread but what we are endorsing the spread of is our podcast, and in order to do that, we had to be together again.
1: And Brett, it's December.
0: Is it? Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. It's December 1st. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Every day is like Christmas. Hey, so we, we've had our Christmas tree up since the middle of November. Sure. Which I was against, but you know.
0: Well, I don't have one of those so maybe maybe if we take the average time you know we could split it between ourselves
1: and it'd be december it'd
0: be somewhere in december probably pretty early (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's definitely on the earlier side but
1: but december at at least um match week 10 it's done that was in november that was in november yes
0: so man it's like we're looking back a lifetime to talk about these games jake
1: we're historians
0: well that was your major in that college. was my Stop. major
1: in college and it's it's you i'm using it a lot day to day
0: yeah i can especially in regards to the premier league especially yeah. so any re- you know i know i've been throwing out some random facts yeah. about games look if you've got any i mean you're the guy here you're, you're the one that's hey you're basically I'm, nick cage
1: i'm ooh. you're the national treasure oh my gosh <laughs> yeah. with I'm, that mustache I'm, I'm blushing right now <laughs>
0: Is that what that is? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were going for like a St. Nick rosy red cheeks no, kind no, of thing. No, no,
1: I, I did not put on any blushes. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> well, maybe next time. Yeah, if you can think about it. But, Jake,
1: think...
0: we did have games. We did. <laughs> and I don't, you know, look, we, we sometimes like to diddle daddle beforehand. I'm kind of sure. doing it right now. I'm going to get into it. Please do. I'm going to get it. into it. On the 27th of November, Jake, yep. it was a Friday, a cold, brisk Friday in Anchorage, Alaska.
1: Sure.
0: Newcastle beat Crystal Palace.
1: 2-0. They sure did. And the, it was late. I was going to say, the late, late show.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure I had a Crystal Palace win in that game. I was feeling pretty excited about it. I was like, oh, man, maybe they can pull it out. Sure enough, at the end, they crush my hope and dreams. Give you the points. Yeah, Newcastle, for the really, yeah. yeah. That. Um, and that's just a tough pill to swallow, Sure. honestly. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. Life moves on, and the Premier League moved on. It did. And on Saturday... We had a Liverpool-Brighton draw. 1-1, Jake.
1: Drawmentum.
0: Momentum. It continued. Yeah. But was abruptly ended <laughs> by Man City beating Burnley 5-0. Yeah, no.
1: That was a runaway from it the beginning. It was
0: a slaughter. It was, frankly, tough to watch. Yeah, I mean, it was barbaric. Not gonna, unlike Wizards chess.
1: I'm going to tell you right now, Brent, uh... I didn't watch. so. Really? Oh. I'm, sure, I'm sure it was tough to watch. Yeah, no, it was it was I, a bummer. I kind of knew the outcome before I didn't start it. That's so. fair.
0: Uh, and what maybe to some wasn't a surprise pick, after that, Leeds beat Everton. 1-0. Who could have seen that coming? Who could have possibly called that? I'm struggling to remember.
1: <laughs> Nothing's coming to my mind. Yeah, man. no, 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 me
0: no <laughs> Maybe we'll think about it later. But a uh, Rafinha 79th minute goal. Interestingly enough, the Premier League still gave Dominic Calvert-Lewin player of the match in that game. I saw that. I don't really... I, I don't get it.
1: I was very confused. I,
0: I thought, and we talked about this when talking about our, you know, smile last team of the week. Sure. was Calvin Phillips played great. Rufino he did. He looked really good. And then Dominic, Calvert, Dominic Calvert-Lewin gets player of the match. And that yeah. just surprised me, is all.
1: Yeah, and... Uh... Obviously, someone on a losing side, you don't see them get man the you match. You don't.
0: <laughs> you don't, especially in an upset. But sure. whatever, you know, whatever. After that, Jake, we had maybe something that most fans would overlook, but a big game in the relegation zone, West Bromwich Albion beating Sheffield 1-0, which had huge implications.
1: On the bottom half, on the for bottom. Sure. Well, and, not just
0: the bottom half, the bottom three in yeah. particular. You and know?
1: Uh, Sheffield, you know, still struggling to find that first win. Mm, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's tough. Probably not happening this week either. But. I would be surprised,
0: but we'll get into that. <laughs> yep. we'll get, that's when you get to talk about exactly, the games. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so on Sunday, Jake, then we had a wild Manchester United comeback against Southampton. Man U won
1: 3-2. You were at the airport at that time. I was, mm-hmm. and
0: I was pretty bummed to miss it. Sure. But also maybe it was me watching It was bad luck. That was bad luck. Sure. Although I did watch the last goal. I saw the last fifteen minutes, okay. so I did get to see that. Uh and honestly what a blast.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, I had a great time watching it. I wish it didn't happen. But, sure. Uh it was fun. But
0: it did. Yeah. It did. And I bet something else that you wish didn't happen, Chelsea Spurs nil nil draw in the next game. Not a bad result away no, you no, always no. take a point away to champion contenders. Sure. Um but not the most exciting. Game not a ever. yeah. It was a bit of a stalemate, really. Uh,
1: I mean, if anything, it was Chelsea coming closest. Right. Spurs didn't really look like yep. they were going to do anything the entire match, but you know, one point is it counts.
0: One point. It's it's a point. It's not it's not zero, which is what Arsenal got when they <laughs> played Wolves and lost two to one. Yeah. Which also featured a wild clash of heads near the start of the game. Raúl Jiménez, we hope, is okay. Fractured, fractured skull. skull. yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently responding well, doing fine. David Luiz, there's a lot of debate coming out of that game about concussion protocol with players, because sure. David Luiz got patched up and put right Stayed back in, into yeah. the game.
1: He did eventually go off at halftime, I believe. Right, but that was kind of their point. Was yeah. <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> How do you
0: determine within about a minute that this guy's ready to go back on and then take him off at half, because that right. was in a, in a collision that fractures somebody's skull sure. in a clash of heads. How can you put somebody back out on the field? I watched different pundits talk about, you know, temporary substitutions while you analyze a player for a concussion protocol. I don't know that that works, but uh, yeah, definitely sparks a debate that maybe we'll talk about at some point in the future.
1: Oh, definitely. Could be a future topic. And um, I think it was a smart choice to take him out because, you know, Dev Louise... Without a concussion, <laughs> make some poor decisions. He plays as if he's concussed <laughs> to, anyway. To begin with, <laughs> yeah. so I can't imagine what he would do the second half if yeah. he was concussed.
0: It would have been tough. He looked a little lost out, out there. Yeah. Uh, especially on, uh, I believe his was Podenza's goal, mm-hmm. where he's kind of just looking around. Looking at nothing, and they score. But anyway, on Monday, Jake, we had another upset. Fulham beating Leicester 2-1. to one. Mm-hmm. Lookman scored. He <laughs> redeemed himself for trying his No Panenka, panenka this he, time. <laughs> he should have, t- I told you as it happened, he yeah. should have tried to chip the goalie. Coward. Truly. Coward. Yeah. <laughs> <A> true coward. <laughs> Picking a sure finish over something that might look cooler. Very frustrating. Very frustrating. <laughs> Interestingly enough in this game, and I just want to point it out because they did it twice, Premier League gave Jamie Vardy man of the match in that game.
1: Yeah. Which uh, doesn't
0: make sense. Like I just don't get it. Excuse me. They're the kings of the match when the Premier League Right. I over. wonder
1: if that's a fan vote. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, surprising. he didn't even score. I understand right. he did he assisted well but... at the
0: very end. Sure. You know, I mean, but, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't see how get uh, Anyway, that. and then in the last game, Jake, we had West Ham beating Aston Villa two to one, and again, I, I just, I'm so surprised by this. Jack Grealish was the man of the match for the Premier League in that game.
1: That one surprises me less, less for because sure, because he played so he played well, great. had that goal and. Aston Villa arguably should have tied that game, maybe won it if Ollie Watkins converts a penalty. Yeah.
0: Hey, what a bust he is. Right? Uh,
1: such a bummer. But, you know, life goes on.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it does. And um, so does our analysis of the week, Jake. Uh-huh. That also continues. Right into our fantasy read. Jake, I'm happy Grealish did so well. Yeah. He was our second highest point scorer with 10 points. Only second to Bruno Fernandez, who also had 10, but was our captain. captain. Nice. So he gave us 20. Our back line gave us 20 points on their own. Between, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I know. Reese James, Gabriel, and Tiago Silva gave What's us that? 20 points. Yeah, it was huge. Uh, we left Neto on the bench, who had 13 points. Sad. Sad. That was a me call. That's on me.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, But overall, 63 points, average of 44. We are continuing this above average streak, and it makes me I'm feel I'm loving like, it. Yeah. Hey, speaking of... We just had McDonald's. That's so. Topical. That was on like, accident. Could... I swear that was not... Really? Purpose. Yeah. Was that not trying to get another sponsor? <laughs> <That was> a... <laughs> yeah, McDonald's, I'm please. In it. <laughs> please find us. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, Jake. So we had a good Fantasy Week performance. And frankly, we're not the only ones that had a good performance this week. No. And I believe we've listed some players in a specific order. And if I remember correctly, this list of players is
1: sponsored... By a Certain company, it that sounds familiar. Yeah. It's like mask smile or something. Are you sure it's not frown mask? Frown mask. Uh, let, let me look at my notes. Oh, smile mask! Oh, smile face. Yeah, the Smile mask. Smile, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, smile mask. I've heard of that before now that we say it out loud, right? Um, so we had this smile mask team of the week.
0: Please, what is smile mask? Jake, again? smile mask. We plug them every week because they are a great. American company selling masks Masks. to help people who may be deaf or disabled in hearing in general, Mm -hmm. or just somebody who wants to show off their smile. We're in an age of, just like us, being conscientious socially, wearing masks, and some people need to see the mouth through the mask. It helps them understand language. It also helps show off a smile. Uh, I tried to plug Bobby Firmino Firmino for one last week. I you don't know. know if he's gonna hear it. Okay. But I think he would look great. when Jurgen Klopp would look great in one. We,
1: we'll reach out to their people. Yeah, we'll and get it. We'll get them in touch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that sounds like a great company. I'm no, really glad fantastic. that uh, that's our biggest sponsor.
0: And and that they sponsor specifically this team, team of, the, of week. the week.
1: So Brent, would you do us the honors in doing our keeper and defense? I would love to.
0: I would love to. So in goal, we had Meslier from Leeds. Mm-hmm. A new name to our team of the week, but had eight saves and clean sheet. Not all the saves were spectacular.
1: No. But. They had to be made.
0: Had to be made. And frankly, you can't ask for a lot more. I know some people gave it to Sam Johnstone and their teams of the weeks. I believe Adam uh, uh, Alan Shearer did. We did not. Right. We gave them as Because we're a little sure. different. You know, we're a little quirky. And because we're a little different, a little quirky, we have changed our formation this week. We have three at the back this week. We're playing okay. a three-five-two. And our team of the week make
1: room for those great midfielders. Yeah,
0: uh, but our back three: Jake Furlong from West Bromwich Albion, two interceptions, mm-hmm. two clearances, two blocks, and a game-winning penalty earned. I guess you could call it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was fouled. <laughs> he was fouled <laughs> in, in the, the box. box. Yeah. The, that led to a game-winning goal. So we gave Furlong a spot as our left center back. Our central center back will be Ogbana from West Ham. Mm-hmm. One goal, nine clearances, two interceptions good performance that's it that's just straight up
1: straight up i love it good performance yeah
0: our last one was uh cordova reed from fulham uh have we mentioned him before we might have had him in here before discussed him being i don't think so but either way he's in here now five tackles three interceptions and looked really good uh you and so while they may not be the most flashy we usually highlight players with goals ben mendy scored a goal this week didn't really do a lot defensively though yeah i mean right he scored a goal but when I was looking at the stats, zero tackles, zero interceptions, zero clearances. He scored but it's not like he had an amazing performance. So he could be a snub but not included in our back 3. Mhm. But we had plenty of room for five players in our midfield, Jake. We Tell did, Brent. Winner.
1: And I just want to clarify something before we move on. It was Bobby so? Reed that had the that got fouled in the box before the penalty, correct?
0: Oh, you're right. Yeah. I thought it was De Cordova Reed. Sorry. De Cordova Reed is their right back.
1: Is Bobby Reed a different person? I
0: don't know. Let's find out. I'm pretty sure you it's You move the same on to the midfield, and I mean, yeah, like, I'm gonna sure maybe that's they the call same him person. Bobby Reed. Uh, I,
1: think Bobby, I think it's Bobby. I think Bobby Reed's the same person as Cordova Reed. But while Brent's looking that up, let's move on to our midfield, which is packed, as we mentioned, with five players. Starting off with Yeah, Bort. that is who it is, by the way. Yeah, okay. Bobby de
0: Cordova Reed. <laughs> okay.
1: Just making, making yeah. sure we weren't going crazy. No, no,
0: no. and we're not. Okay. Just I thought names. you
1: attributed that to Furlong as it was my thing. Oh, I did. Yeah. I sure did. I didn't want our Look, Jake,
0: I messed up. Okay. I'm going to accept it now. We're going to yep. rewind. Rewind. Furlong. <laughs> two interceptions, two clearances, two blocks. Did Cordova- not get Reed. fouled. Did not get box. fouled. <laughs> Cordova Reed, Bobby Reed. Got five tackles, three interceptions, and a game-winning penalty. There we go. There we go. I just didn't
1: didn't want to listen to fact check to us and call us out.
0: Get me out of this garbage hole that I am in, please, and move on to the midfield. James
1: Ward-Prowse, 92% passing accuracy, two key passes, but most importantly, a goal assist. Another free kick goal. Sure. And it was beautiful. Gorgeous. And just that first half really belonged to Southampton, and specifically Ward-Prowse and played great next we have Jack Grealish who won the king of the match as we mentioned mm-hmm. and really just played great for Aston Villa even though they ended up coming up short uh but he had a goal which was a great run through the middle mm-hmm. and a great strike to finish it off and five key passes to go along with it and he just felt like every time he had the ball he was going to create something uh, moving on we have Joel Jolinton Jolinton Jolinton
0: well he's a striker Is he? Yeah. Kevin De Bruyne is in the midfield.
1: Kevin De Bruyne with two assists is in the midfield. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, I have it all mixed up in my uh, order. Um, Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, no. I get that because, look, this is on me. I have a set 4-3. No, it's it's completely okay. No, I have a set 4-3-3 on our little sheet, and then we change it on the fly. So, on my sheet, I fixed it. Okay. But I could see why for you... Still having a 4-3-3, it looked like Joe Allenton was still in the midfield.
1: So riddle me, riddle me this. So yeah. we're calling Bowen a midfielder? Yeah,
0: a left. We I just put him on the left wing.
1: Okay. So uh, Bowen um, from West Ham, who had their goal and assist to uh, contribute to both of the goals in that match for them. Um, I mean, shined really for the Hammers. Yeah, I thought he looked great. And, uh, and he would look even better on the left wing. Sure. <laughs> <He does. laughs> great on the left wing. And they... I mean, they scored, what, two minutes into the first half and 45 seconds into the second half? Yeah, quick. Yeah, quick starts in both halves, and that was attributed to Jared Bowen out there on that left wing position we mm-hmm. have him on yeah. our team of the week. Um, and then I guess Mares is our other midfielder. Well, he's our right winger. He's our right winger, yeah. yeah. What, a, what a great formation Well, we look, put at together. the end of the day,
0: it's not about what positions, like, it's how to fit everybody sure. into the team. Sure,
1: the and, and I get that. Um, and he had a hat trick. So, you're, you're going to make it That's into a team of the week yeah. when you get a hat-trick. And, uh, I mean, that was part of the 5-0 destruction of uh, Burnley that Man City put on. And uh, he linked up with De Bruyne and, you know, nothing nothing more to say about Marez. So... I spoiled our. Uh, you did. You really One of it. our you really two strikers. Fumbled the bag on that. That's one, in a midfield position yeah. on our sheet. but. So, Joe Ellington so, oh! as a
0: striker a for Newcastle, <laughs> a goal, assist, seven shots, and who scored gave him a 9.2 rating for the game. He played great. Overall, great performance, capped by a goal and an assist at the end. Sure, it came at the depth. Callum Wilson also got a goal and an assist, but Joe Ellington, I thought, and apparently both who scored thought, played better. Uh, so so he slots right into our left striker. And our right striker, Edison Cavani mm-hmm. for Manchester United. Two goals and assists in 45 minutes played. Super sub off the bench. Involved in all three goals in the comeback. Uh, hard to leave him out, really. And sure. fun fun fact for you, Jake. He now, with his goal against Everton, and now these two, has as many goals for Manchester United in the Premier League as Alexis Sanchez did.
1: Oh my goodness. Yeah. What a stat. Unbelievable, isn't it? Same number, yeah, number seven. That's awesome. Um,
0: so so to recap though, three five two, Aubameyang <laughs> read, Furlong <clears> in the back three, James Ward-Prowse, Kevin De Bruyne, Grealish, Mahrez, Bowen, sure, as our five, and then Cavani and Joel and Ten call.
1: And you might be asking yourself, why not uh, three four three? It makes way more sense when you have all those people, but I don't know. We just uh, chose not to. <laughs> but back to Cavani.
0: <laughs> You're talking as if somehow I made a mistake and. I did. <laughs>
1: Back to Gavani, He's on our team of the week, but he wouldn't be on our team of the tying your shoes week. Because oh my gosh. That was <laughs> He took so long to get on to the second half. It, uh, having to tie his shoes.
0: Well, and not only having to... He, I mean, he switched
1: shoes. Right, like, right, right as the right game as was, was starting. It was and silly.
0: I, I've i just never seen anything yeah. like that. I mean, tuck your shoelaces in into your shoes or something. You can... Tie a shoe at a time. I mean, sure. It was unbelievable to watch him struggle on the sideline. And I know Ole Gardner Solskjaer had a bit of a laugh about it, saying in the post match interview, mm-hmm. saying, like, oh, well, he needs to learn to be ready. I know it better than anyone. But that was shocking.
1: <laughs> Should hey. we send
0: him back to elementary school? <laughs> I know this great Spongebob episode about tying your shoes. Yeah. You do a loop de loop and pull. His shoes it. are looking good.
1: Wow, <laughs> that's it. I love that. Yeah. but yeah, I mean, if he's gonna get two goals and assist every time he struggles to tie his yeah. shoe, I mean, just don't wear shoes at all. <laughs> wow.
0: You know, that's that's really what it's a hat trick yeah. every time. <laughs> Uh, yeah,
1: that, that pretty much wraps up match week 10, I'd say.
0: No, I, th- I think that's enough coverage mm-hmm. for now. And we struggled to get through the team of the week. No, it
1: was a mess. Not, not, nothing we're going to look back on and be like, wow, this is a great. That was a highlight of the, the PJ's <laughs> series whenever it comes hey, to Hey, but it. we can look back and laugh at exactly.
0: it. Exactly. But what hopefully will be a more promising sure. segment, Jake, is
1: Abysmal Arsenal. Love the alliteration there. Thank
0: you. Thank you. I we're, thought it was maybe a little harsh. Yeah, we
1: were worried it was a little too strong of wording for how Arsenal's been doing recently. But they are in 14th position. Not great. Not great, especially
0: by their standards. Uh, recent form, loss against Wolves, draw leads, loss to Villa. They beat United and then lost to Leicester. Mm-hmm. And even the United victory, they didn't look great in no. penalty goal. I mean... By all comparisons, United did not look good. It's not like United were playing them off the field and Arsenal got a lucky penalty. Um, But just haven't looked good recently. And Jake, it kind of begs the question, Arteta has a worse record to this point, this many games played, than Unai Emery did. Mm -hmm. Unai Emery got sacked. Right. Arteta is an ex-player, maybe gets a little bit of leeway. Sure. But how long do you think he's going to last?
1: Well, Brent, I know that this is going to come as a shock to you. But amongst Arsenal, wow, yeah. <laughs> you just finished your drink. I, <laughs> I did. My I goodness. finished my whiskey already. <laughs> wow. But amongst Arsenal Twitter, there's a lot of Arteta out talk.
0: Oh, I mean, there's Ole out talk for you and I. There. No, United. I know. That's
1: why I said it's a big surprise because yeah. that never happens. Yeah. Especially with Arsenal and you know Wenger out and then Emery out. Emery out. But you know.
0: Gunnar out. Gunnar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> The scandal. Well, dude, of the we don't century. talk about Gunnersaurus, dude. That, well, now that, that makes me, they have nobody yeah, to pay his contract. I know. <laughs> Just... But anyway. for, for a different day. <laughs> but no, uh, Brent, I, I've heard a lot of speculation that if they lose, and especially if they lose in an ugly manner to Tottenham yeah, guess, yeah. this weekend, it it could be his last match, um, because you know they put a lot of importance on those rivalry games, mm-hmm. and to go. Uh, to add on to that poor form that they're in, to be if they are embarrassed by uh, Tottenham this weekend, that could be the last straw. Uh, I'm not saying that's going to happen. Obviously, Tottenham could surprise everyone and lose by a lot because they can do anything like that, um, and it would not be a surprise. But Arteta, it could be his final month. He might not make it out of December. They had some tough games coming up.
0: The thing is, I thought that it would be. At least until Christmas.
1: Yeah.
0: I feel like at such a big club, an ex-player, a manager that should know what they're doing after learning under Pep Guardiola. Sure. You at least give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. And you make, look, I mean, the game's full of ups and downs. Everybody knows that. Um, I mean, just obviously the only reference I can give to is a United fan. But terrible start now looking as if they're going to enter the top four because they still have the game in hand. Right. Conversely, Everton. Amazing start. Looking awful. They're not talking about firing Enchilada. No. Because of it. Excuse me. Enchilada, as you like to say. But I will say, the injury to Thomas Party does not help. Doesn't. Um, He really was looking like a game changer for them in the midfield. Not having him in the team maybe buys him a little bit more time. Yeah. Um, You can't explain how poorly Pepe has performed since he came in. Just from how promising of a player he looked. They rely on him to score. He is not. And it makes me wonder how much of it comes down to Arteta's poor planning, poor coaching. And I realize coaches will always take the blame. It's not like they're going to get rid of all their players and sign new ones. It's easier to fire the coach. Um, But it does make me curious as to how much of his of Arteta and how much can be put on the players themselves owning up uh, to the responsibility of not Mm -hmm. performing well enough. They do have a quality team for the most part. Right. Uh, it's not like they're going to be world beaters, Champions League winners, Premier League winners this season, but no. there's no reason their squad shouldn't be competing at least top five. And I don't believe that Arteta has set them up in a terribly poor system. I don't know that they have the players available to play Arsenal or to play Arteta's system. Right. Uh, I, I just don't know that the personnel fit the coach, and that's no fault of his. Um I mean obviously the coach endorses signings that they make and they've made some good signings since he became a coach, they, I think. They really have. Yeah. And that's uh, the
1: surprising part with But this I think
0: it's the old players that cause a sure. bit of an issue with with how the team works and the dynamic and uh I mean Arsenal fans might disagree with me on that, but I don't believe Lacazette, I don't believe necessarily Xhaka, Kalashanak, even though he's not playing right now, he's hurt. Um, I, I don't know that those core players play quickly enough to fit into Arteta's system. Because he wants to play like Pep Guardiola. That, that, yeah. that is how he's studied. And he needs players that can move the ball quickly from side to side, be able to rotate many positions, which somebody like Aubameyang can definitely do. He can go from the striker to the left wing to the center attacking mid and move in that rotation but I don't know how many other players on Arsenal can do that. And so it makes me question then also, should Arteta be recognizing that instead of trying to force a system with players that he doesn't have that can can fulfill those duties? Should he as the coach maybe look to change things up? It's just kind of a weird balancing act, but he needs to figure it out soon, otherwise he will be out of a job. Like I said, if their form continues, I I think he gets to Christmas. I don't know how much
1: more. But past Christmas.
0: I think he gets to Christmas.
1: Okay. You think? Okay. It yeah. could be a Christmas present. Yes. Okay. To get fired. To get fired.
0: Uh excuse sacked. <laughs> um, but their next five games coming up, Jake, Tottenham away, Burnley home, Southampton home, Everton away, Chelsea home. And Brent,
1: I don't see them coming out with too many points from this run. Maybe Ber- Burnley, I'd say they, they should get three points. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, Southampton's going to be tough. Um, Everton away, also tough. And obviously Tottenham and Chelsea are going to be really good games. Yeah. But I think if they get three from Burnley and then at least one from each Southampton and Everton, I think he'll be okay.
0: Here's the thing, Jake. In, in my head, the realistic run of form that I... Or not maybe not realistic, the idealistic run of form that they could go on, I think, and it's not necessarily the picks that I'm going to make in our okay. upcoming week, but um, draw against Tottenham, mm-hmm. beat Burnley, beat Southampton at home, draw against Everton or Chelsea. You still collect eight points from those games. They are not easy games. No. Games that probably they, in the past, should be winning. But if they could pick up eight points, or even if they lose to Tottenham and then pick up a tie against Everton and a tie against Chelsea...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I would consider that a
1: success. So just eight points out of these five games in general.
0: I think so. With with the form that they're in, with the turbulence going on at the club, with the difficulty of the fixtures coming up, I think eight points is a success. And I don't know that Arsenal fans will feel the same way. Sure. I, I mean, obviously, every fan of a team will want win, 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 win. Right. Especially in derbies. You know, London yeah. derbies. I don't know how realistic it is. Mm-hmm. But I think if they can pull out eight points... Arteta will last a little longer. Right. It makes the team look a little bit better. Uh should theoretically, at least if they can draw Tottenham, beat Burnley, beat Southampton, should move them up the table. Uh, at least into the top half. So I think that should be a realistic target right. for them. I don't I don't necessarily think that's what's gonna happen, what what will transpire, but I think that should be their goal and at least Arteta's in order to keep his job.
1: Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty accurate description. I would say, adding on to that, if they happen to beat Tottenham this week, I think no matter what happens in the next four games, after that he keeps his job. Probably. At least for a couple more weeks or months.
0: And if they beat Tottenham, that's a morale boost. Sure, and it could turn everything around
1: for them. So you might see their season hanging on, or his career at Arsenal, hanging on this game at Tottenham. You'd
0: love that. You really do. That's yeah. fun. That should make for a fun game.
1: I, I hope so. I hope it's a little more fun than the Chelsea Tottenham game.
0: Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah.
1: But yeah, I, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um, because if they get some results in the next couple of games, he's probably out of the woods. But if he doesn't, he's still yeah on hot seat.
0: It's crazy how one or two performances can just completely right. change that look of a season. I spent this early, sure. specifically. It's not early days. It's <laughs> not no early days. early days. But this early into the season, it's uh it, it does make a difference. Sure. Um but Jake, we're not early days. Nope. We're coming up on midseason. We are. And we're headed into a daunting December, Jake. Ooh. Yeah, a little more alliteration for yeah. Sixty total Premier League fixtures scheduled over oh time. My. Subject to change. Could add in the games in hand; those are still TBD confirmed.
1: That'd be surprising. Could
0: add in the Newcastle Villa game.
1: That would not be surprising.
0: Right, uh, but that doesn't account for cup games, European matches. It's gonna be hectic. Dream. It is,
1: and from a viewer standpoint, I love it.
0: Oh, it's so much fun. You it get, is so you much get some fun.
1: soccer to watch pretty much any day of the week. Yeah. Um, for the entire month of December, uh, it's really. Feels good in that holiday spirit sort of way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really lifting you up, and uh, it's gonna be tough though. Um, with you know, as we've previously talked about, with injuries and stuff, um, how are they gonna manage playing so many games in such a short period of time? And we talked about how the deeper clubs are gonna do better, and that's gonna really be seen in this December month. But one exciting thing about these games in December is the beginning of fans being let back into some stadiums.
0: Yes, Hit starting tomorrow, December 2nd. Mm-hmm. Obviously it's the first, it's a Tuesday recording. But yeah, Jake, they're allowing them in, in a tiered system. Uh they've categorized different teams right now. Tier 3 means no fans at all. Tier 2 means 2,000 fans allowed quote outside, which basically means in the stands and mm-hmm. you have 1,000 in your little press box indoor areas. Right. Um and then Tier 1 is 4,000 fans in the stands, 2,000 in your press box area. Sure. So, right now, games in Liverpool, in London, and in Brighton are Tier 2. That's nice. Everywhere else, still Tier 3. No fans.
1: I was going to say, I believe there are zero Tier 1s as yeah, of No, now. none. That's And a... correct me if I'm wrong, this is based on case numbers in the city? Yes. Okay. And the relative area. Relative areas. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, and that's just completely determined by... sure you know the fa as it,
1: as it should be yeah no yeah.
0: i agree with it but it is fun to see little pockets over, and, and necessarily it doesn't mean all home fans right like you could get a hundred away right. fans that get tickets to the game uh which is kind of fun yeah, they, and, I mean,
1: yeah i for one i'm glad i'm not going to be part of that selection committee of who gets tickets right tough to decide who's going to be able to be like yeah. and i'm sure it's based on season ticket holders i would hope so at least um, but it'd be awesome for these guys to score a goal and be able to go at least in the general direction of fans <laughs> right
0: I mean they're going to be allowed nowhere near sure they shouldn't itself, be near the sure. pitch
1: but they can go the general direction and maybe even get some chants and yeah. songs going
0: I think they'll be really fun to listen to I hope that the fans that do get allowed in are the really adamant yeah, they and emphatic be. ones that will be singing you'll just hear this quiet pocket of fans yeah. singing and clapping and
1: I will say I have one like Worry, okay. Worried thought. Oh, you're is, a worrier, huh? <laughs> is that the way they're going to select these fans are based on longest tenured right. um, season, ho- or season ticket, ticket holders. holders. And those might be older Ooh. fans, which they deserve. Right. One, they deserve to be there because they've had the season tickets for selling. Two, maybe health risk and maybe shouldn't be there. Three, might not be the loudest people. Well,
0: Jake, the thing is, health risk issues specifically makes me think that, I mean, these tickets can be sold to other people. I mean, it's not sure. like those are the specific They're people are not going to check go. IDs or anything. And think about how much those people could sell those tickets for.
1: Right, right very now. exclusive.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, if anything, I feel like you'll find the most adamant fans, or either the most adamant fans Wealthiest. or the richest yeah. <laughs> fans going to these games. And it's going to make a weird dichotomy sure, sure. of an atmosphere. Uh, but it is exciting that fans will be allowed and really at is. least then when Jurgen Klopp, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, they're complaining about how congested the fixtures are and the injuries, there'll be fans in the stands supporting them. Sure. You know, or or booing them if they do yeah. poorly, I guess. But uh, I, I will say, I was watching some highlights the other day of old soccer, just forget it, just old soccer matches, whatever. That's what I like to do in my free time. That's cute. And having fans there makes such a different atmosphere. And I'm excited to watch it and not hear an audio recording go of fan noises knowing that there's nobody in the stands. Like, who's clapping? Nobody. You know, I mean, it's it's fake. Right. Um, well, it's authentic, right? It came from the stadium. No, but... it's fake. Okay. Yeah, it's <laughs> fake. Uh, so I'm excited to have at least some noise generated from the crowd.
1: Right.
0: Uh, I hope that the TV you know, networks don't try to supplement with additional audio
1: do you think they're gonna have like mics close to those pockets That'd be of fun That'd be fun are you gonna be sad that you won't be able to hear the players talk yes and no okay
0: i want a lifetime not being able
1: to hear the players talk sure i never even thought about it yeah. before all this so happened. it is fun yeah
0: um like hearing the little quip of holding calling adama Traore a brick house <laughs>
1: Thank you for censoring that uh, yeah, for our, no. our listeners. Yeah,
0: no, no worries. It was much more explicit than that. Um, uh, a
1: brick crap house.
0: There you go. Um, but so those moments I will miss, but you'll still probably be able to hear them a little bit, right? Until sure. like, and, until you get to tier one, probably, you'll be able to hear it. Uh, so, so I don't know. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for December. Excited to have games to watch all the time. Mm-hmm. Excited to hear the managers complain about the congested fixture list. And excited to hear the fans cheering along. Yeah, me too. And Jake, we have some games coming up that will have fans in Match Week Eleven. And do we? That is your domain now. That oh is. My goodness. That is your area. I'm excited for you. You do great. You look great. Wow. Yeah. No, this is this is your thing. Thank you. I'll hype you up. Um. It, honestly, if you need a compliment throughout it, just head my way. I'll yeah. I'll figure something out as you're going. I'll
1: shoot you like a wink or something. Yeah. Let okay. You know. Um. A well, Henry Brent. Wings? Oh, a hairy wings. Mm. Yeah, it's a little uh, tough joke for you. <laughs> so, Brent, the Friday game. Cancelled. Postponed. Yeah. Aston Villa Newcastle because of COVID cases. COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So sad. No early um, mm-hmm. match week for us. We have to wait till Saturday. Boo. Boo. So Saturday, December fifth, bright and early, seven thirty a.m. Eastern time. We have Burnley. Everton.
0: Jake, I'm going to pick Everton in this one. Okay.
1: I think Burnley,
0: I I know that sometimes when you get a big loss, you think, oh, maybe the team will respond, right? Maybe right. maybe they rebound. I don't see that happening no. in this case. I pick an Everton victory.
1: Brent, I'm also going to pick Everton. I consulted my brother, who is an Everton fan, and he talked about how this is pretty much a must-win for them going into December and in a harsh run of. Games coming up, and then the January transfer window where they want yeah. to be high enough to attract. Talks some, about
0: getting Isco out sure, uh, for, yeah. from uh, Real Madrid. Real Madrid. Yeah.
1: Um, so they need to be in some sort of higher position to lure those players in. So uh, he talked about how big of a game this is for Everton specifically, so I'm going with his advice, and I'm going with an Everton win.
0: Oh, okay. I thought you maybe you are going to have like a little flip for us. And because Psych! of I'm going to pick an Everton loss. You know, but... No, I would okay. not
1: do that to him. Uh, but yeah, and moving right along, we have at 10 a.m. Eastern time, Man City versus Fulham. City. City. That's it. At the Etihad. Yeah. Okay, I also pick City. Yeah. Alright, I'm on. glad that
0: you were able to infer that that's what I was sure, saying. Sure, yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: No, uh... As far as odds go for betting on like <laughs> all these games, uh, Man City has the I guess best odds to win.
0: Yeah, I Jake, they haven't not won against Fulham in the Premier League since 2011.
1: And it's 2020.
0: Yeah. Funny I enough. mean not that Fulham was in there every year and no. they haven't been in since 2014, but still. I mean it's been a while and I expect that trend to continue.
1: And I expect it to as well. Um moving on to West Ham versus Manchester United and that is at noon 30 eastern time
0: being played at the London Stadium mm-hmm. will have fans Jake i'm going to pick oh a draw in this game draw momentum ooh they don't
1: trust your boys
0: uh they have a hard time playing at the London Stadium uh i mean their recent form there is two losses and a draw in their last 3 games sure um I'm going to pick a, another draw in this game.
1: And they, pay, they play uh, PSG on Wednesday this yep. midweek mm-hmm. in the Champions League. So maybe play a full team then and maybe not as rested. Team, yeah. you know. I I like your theory there. Um, I think Man and I are going to win, though.
0: I hope so. I hope you're right.
1: Yeah. So I'm glad we get to differ on one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Wrapping up uh, Saturday at... 3 p.m. Eastern time, we have Chelsea versus Leeds.
0: Jake, I know I throw out these silly stats all the time, but in the Premier League, Chelsea leads, Chelsea has eight wins, Leeds has eight wins, and there have been eight draws. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, very even split in this game. So I'm going to pick a Chelsea win in this game to take the edge in the series all time, but just kind of a fun... Little little stat for you.
1: They haven't played in a while though. They have not
0: played I mean Leeds haven't been in the play since two thousand and four.
1: Yeah, they played in the Carabao Cup yeah. in two thousand twelve. Before that it was two thousand four, yeah. Um, Brent can I can I get a siren from Wee wee
0: wee! he's back. No oh, parents yeah. to disturb this time.
1: Thank you, I really missed that. Yeah. That's the one thing I missed from you not being That's here. it? Yeah, only thing. Okay. Um, I have a Leeds draw, which we discussed earlier is enough of a surprise pick. And uh, I think they looked good this past week, and I think they're going to continue that. And that's that. All right. Yeah. Maybe 1-1.
0: Oh, throwing in a little score. (laughs) Okay.
1: But moving on to Sunday, December 6th, bright and early at 7 a.m. Eastern, we have West Brom versus Crystal Palace.
0: And, Jake, this is another one of those that... Well, on the surface, it sounds like maybe a lackluster game sure. it has pretty big implications on the team or on on the league itself. Mm-hmm. We're talking about two lower table teams. I believe West Brom's in eighteenth right now, and well after the Fulham win, they're in eighteenth. And Crystal Palace is in fifteenth after their hot start, dropping back a little bit. So, so this is actually kind of a big game. Right. Uh, I'm gonna go with a draw in this game.
1: I was thinking of doing a draw, but just to be different... I'm going to go with a Palace one.
0: Okay. Now, I mean, that's... Jake, I like it. Yeah? Yeah. I, th- I think that's a good pick, although it is being played at the Hawthorns. Mm. I don't know if that changes anything. It any doesn't. This point. Okay, cool. Uh, hopefully
1: it. Zaha will be back. He's my thing. Right,
0: that is that is an issue. For yeah. sure. If not, you're going to be relying on ba- the Batsman and sure. Ezzy. And to
1: I know it's late. Tuesday and we don't have all information, but I might be changing my bet pick if I were to bet okay. on it. But for my pick'em, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay strong and go Palace. Like um, but at nine fifteen a.m. Eastern, we have Sheffield versus Leicester. Leicester
0: bounce back. Leicester beat Sheffield. Sheffield are garbage <laughs> so far. You
1: <laughs> <laughs> just remind me of the Kevin from the Office using why use light words yeah.
0: when fewer words do trick <laughs> exactly.
1: Um, but <laughs> I I agree with you. I I also have a Leicester win in this okay. one. Um, I had, I believe, Yuri Tillmans as my player to watch last week. He should. He had a shot that went off the post, and and the ensuing shot should have gone in. But uh, other than that, didn't look particularly great. Mm-mm. But uh, I think he'll do well, in, in the entire Lesser team in general. Yeah. Um, moving on to eleven thirty Eastern game of the week. I think so. Tottenham versus Arsenal at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium.
0: And give me a Spurs win. Yeah. Come
1: on, you Spurs.
0: I've attended one North London Derby myself at Wembley a couple of years ago. Spurs won that game. I think Spurs do it again. Which game was that? The North London Derby.
1: No, which, uh, <laughs> which one in particular? Oh my gosh, I don't remember,
0: Jake. Spurs really won? Don't. Spurs won. League game? Yeah. It would have been in spring 2018.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's
0: the thing. It's off the top of my head. I don't remember. I just know Spurs won.
1: That's it. Spring and,
0: 2018.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, no, couldn't tell you. Okay. <laughs> um, but fun. I'm happy for you. Yeah, Dallas, obviously. Uh, but yeah, my pick for that one... Oh, I've got
0: it. I'm going
1: gonna, I'm gonna to go with a draw, um, just because we always have a tough time against Arsenal. And I, I think, think. <laughs> even though they're in poor form, I think they're going to sneak a point out of this game. But please, uh, can you enlighten so us? So
0: it was a Spurs 1-0 victory, a Harry Kane goal in the 49th minute against Arsenal.
1: Okay. Played at Wembley. Sure.
0: The point is I was there, and they're going to win
1: again. <laughs> okay. And uh, I, I like that confidence, and I really hope they do, obviously. Yeah. But for Pickham's sake, I'm going to play it safe, and okay. I'm going to go with a draw. Um, just so maybe my hopes and dreams aren't crushed too much. Sure. But yeah, hey, uh, you busy Sunday? You want to watch that together?
0: Maybe. Okay see cool
1: um rounding up that sunday we have at two fifteen eastern liverpool wolves
0: my pick changes with raul jimena's injury sure initially i was thinking draw right i will be going with a liverpool victory okay at anfield they're playing really well despite having all these injuries and covid mm-hmm. cases i pick liverpool
1: well brent this might surprise you huh. consider me surprised I'm also picking Liverpool. Oh, not surprised anymore. <laughs> no, <laughs> sorry I had to set you up for that. No, one. yeah,
0: that was <laughs> titillating.
1: <laughs> but yeah, um, nothing more to say about that one. I think they're just gonna be better. Mm-hmm. But moving on to our last game on Monday. Ooh. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with this game. It's Brighton versus ooh, South. Ooh, 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 what does is- is- that sound? Ooh, oh my ooh, gosh. Ooh, ooh,
0: ooh. <laughs> See, it came in from the distance yeah, that time. It's like an ambulance no. driving by. <laughs> I, I understood. <laughs> it's my surprise pick. What? <laughs> yeah. Who could have seen it coming?
1: Not me. Uh,
0: Brighton draw Southampton. We talked about it before about whether draw or win was sure. acceptable. I went with a draw, and Jake, simply because Brighton have never beaten Southampton in the Premier League, I switched from a win to a draw. But I think non-believer, huh? draw points
1: here. Sure. Um. Well then. I'm going to do Southampton. Um, okay. Whatever. I think they'll look great in the first half against Manchester yeah. United and they're playing a lesser side in Brighton mm-hmm. so maybe if they get a lead like that they actually hold on this time.
0: Dude, but the Amex Stadium is a fortress. <laughs> Nobody goes in there. They do have fans. They do. I will say that. There will okay. be fans there.
1: Cool. So. Um, don't think it'll make much of a difference. No, there. I don't either. But i picked pick yeah, That's the Match Week 11 preview. Uh, do we have some fantasy? Do you want well, to surprise
0: a player pick? to watch, Jake.
1: Oh, player we forgot to, watch. to
0: mention that. Thank you. My player to watch, Jamie Vardy at Sheffield United. Mm-hmm. I think, not only is he often their player of the game, most games you go back on, he's their best player, right. at least as the Premier League official website would state, and I think he will come up big against Sheffield, who are struggling currently.
1: Sure. One goal, two goals, goal and assist, I'm going to say goal assist. Goal assist, I like that. I think that's probably pretty accurate. Yeah, maybe a penalty. Maybe. Um, My player to watch is Gabriel Jesus For Man City against Fulham. Spicy. Um, should be a one-sided affair. And he didn't start in the midweek in the Champions League. Sure. I'm um, hoping he gets a start this weekend. Yeah. Or else uh, <laughs> this is going to be a bad pick. Uh-huh. I you hate, liked
0: what I was doing I could tell
1: I hate what you're doing with your little there. Yeah. head yeah. yeah
0: into the microphone kind of thing it's
1: gonna sound great for the audience. oh it's gonna be awesome
0: yeah. everybody's gonna everybody's gonna tell uh, me, oh how'd you guys get that cool sound effect in there I'm gonna be like oh it was me
1: but yeah uh, <laughs> so those are our players to watch and that wraps up our pick'em so now fantasy fantasy please
0: now we don't have either of the players to watch in our fantasy team this week Jake but we did have to make one transfer injury enforced Luca Digne, injured. Out Sad. to late January. So we brought back our main man, Chilwell. A little, a little, you know, reminiscing on start of the season when we had him in. Right. We're bringing him back. So, we have made some other changes to the team, though. Not any transfers, but substitutions. Yeah. We put Pickford controversially back into the starting 11. He looked good. Oh, he wow. looked good. They're playing Burnley. And Fabianski's going against Man United. While there's a potential to have lots of saves, there's also potential to to concede. And so we're picking Pickford against Burnley in goal. We have Lamptey, Gabrielle, Chilwell, and Thiago Silva as our back four. We have Bruno Fernandez, vice captain in the midfield, along with Son and Pedro Neto. We have Kane, Bamford, and captain Calvert-Lewin against Burnley. Jake, I like the team. Unfortunately, we couldn't include Grealish because their game got canceled. If we could, I'm sure he would have been in the team. Maybe over Neto, maybe over Bamford. We can't afford that right now. So, our team stands, as I just said. (laughs) And I think, Jake, I feel good.
1: I feel good as well. My only concern is that we left Neto out last two weeks. Mm -hmm. And he didn't perform well. He did well both weeks. So I'm worried that now we put him back in, he's not going to do anything. Oh, or not start or something.
0: But the thing is, Helder Costa's going against Chelsea. He didn't start last game. I mean, Yeah,
1: not a consistent starter, which yeah, is hard to um, put him in. But hopefully Pedro to start. It's a tall ask. And right. we just
0: need to pick up a couple points, maybe yeah. play 90 minutes. Um. But yeah, other than that, Jake, I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling confident. Although our front three only got six points total last week not the output hoping for a better performance between Calvert-Lewin going against Burnley, Kane going at Arsenal and Bamford
1: playing Chelsea. Kane does like a nice goal against he Arsenal. He loves so. a good North London derby. He don't, scored in the one I was at. <laughs> yeah, so. don't don't count it up for this game. Um so yeah, I think that's a great team, at least the best we can do with what we have so mm-hmm. far. And I'm I'm looking for another above average. Oh yeah, big mm-hmm. time
0: above average guys. And yeah. above average Jake. We love some above-average betting. We do. We love some bets that pick, you know, maybe a better return than the average return. Sure,
1: sure, sure. And
0: I know a guy... You do? ...sitting right across from me... Oh. ...that loves to sports bet on the Premier League.
1: Is, is it me? It is. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, thank you for the introduction. Um, last week... Uh, Easy win with the first leg of that parlay, uh, the over and yellow cards for the Chelsea Tottenham game. I think there was maybe six. Twenty. Um, the over, depending on where you bet, is was three and a half or four or four and a half. doesn't matter. Hit the over regardless. Second leg, um, which I thought was more of a short thing, was Leicester over Fulham. Who could have seen that? I mean, Let me tell you, I was sad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that technically didn't hit.
0: (laughs) As sad as you were when the Seahawks lost their cover last night. Uh,
1: I know this is a Premier League.
0: (laughs) I know, but I'm just comparing betting sadness.
1: Yeah, um, who was that? The Eagles. The Eagles go for two. Hail Mary with 14 seconds left. Garbage time. Go for two. Go for two for whatever reason.
0: Lose your bet. Tough. You're looking to make up some money with this bet.
1: Sure, and let me tell you guys, it is a sure thing.
0: You would put your hat on it. I would put
1: my hat on it if I was wearing a hat. No, I don't have a hat. No, too late. First leg of the two-leg parlay, Everton win versus Burnley. Good as gold. Good as gold, thank you. Midas touch. Definitely not going to be another Leicester-Fulham situation. Yeah, definitely not. Second leg of it, Leeds versus Chelsea, both teams to score. Ooh. And you combine those together in a parlay, you're looking at plus 205 question brent yes
0: thank you you have your hand up i do yes um are you not worried about Leeds's recent goal scoring issues lots of chances no goals
1: i am not because they are creating those chances and they have to convert at least okay once, you know i like it i just want i just just sure. clarify. Yeah, no, I, you know, I appreciate just forget question.
0: it and move on
1: so nothing I'm more so <laughs> from the peanut gallery thank okay. you yeah. <laughs> but yeah so that's a cool plus 205 put a fiber on it you get 10 in return, a net 10. Um, but yeah.
0: That's awesome. That's a, I, I definitely won't be putting money yeah. on it, but...
1: Brent, I wish you did so we could talk about it more. Uh, no, betting that would be such. fun, wouldn't it? But, but understand here I understand that you're a man who likes to have his money and not lose it right. all, like I do.
0: <laughs> right, well, if I'm going to invest my money, I'm going to invest it in myself. You oh. know? And so I'm going to bet on myself... For something sure. i've got to figure out what it is I, i've yet to bet on myself really for anything but
1: and brent if you're looking to invest in yourself why not purchase a mask from smile mask usa they have a great new design that shows off more of that great smile that you have and that's really going to bring out your personality when you meet new people and i really think it's a great way to invest in yourself he's doing the math and said it checks out. Okay, it yeah. I was
0: I don't know if you could tell how long that equation was no, by how was. much of the board I was covering yeah. with my hand in the air. Um, the invisible board. No, no see, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. Um yeah, no, that checks out uh smile mask, of course.
1: It's another plug.
0: It's another plug. Jake, are they paying you extra for this?
1: I'm not telling you that. they are not paying us anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: the best part. Here we are. Here we are. And here we are having our favorite segment. Giggles. Giggles. It's number six on the outline. It's, it's always, always there. there. <laughs> it's always. And it's always number six, it seems. We, yeah. we are very consistent in our numerical yeah. outline. Maybe, um uh, hey, maybe we move it up a couple spots next time.
1: Maybe too consistent.
0: Uh, uh, imagine if we had multiple giggles, though. <laughs> Think about... What the entertainment <laughs> what if you
1: changed your outline from mine and we had giggles in different parts of the show oh, it would be a mess that is riveting <laughs> <laughs> we'd be trying to go through the smile mask team of the week and I'm just giggling because you moved it right there
0: <laughs> and it wouldn't be forced it would be completely no. organic obviously it always is organic like Hold the it. smile mask oh okay <laughs> <laughs> No? no? A bit of a stretch? A little bit. I don't think it's organic. No. I don't know that they make it with organic. can't products. imagine it is. It would be surprising. For sure. Plastic. You know what I
1: <laughs> But I don't think we can get in trouble for saying it's organic. Oh, 100% Only
0: not. Yeah, sure. we're not on contract. No. We're just, you know, a friend helping
1: a friend. We're just talking. <laughs> there's, a, there's a term for that, but we're not going to discuss. I'll uh, look it up. I'll look it up later. <laughs> but that's it, Brent. That's it. We're back together again. We're but, back. Not you know.
0: unlike the McRib we're back <laughs>
1: but more than six feet apart is important of course um, and I'm going to put my mask back on if that's okay with you do it all right smile mask smile mask obviously yeah, perfect our listeners can't see it but you know trust yeah. me it's a yeah. smile mask yeah of course but uh next week we'll be here maybe a little closer together oh, we'll o- see hopefully <laughs> I'll Depends. definitely be
0: scooching my seat Ooh, more and more okay. as that right. goes on yeah
1: well, uh, please join us next week for the only Premier League podcast with a dress code. That
0: dress code, Jake?
1: Jammies! A-O-A-O-A-O